When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. We go. And we're ready. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. Uh, boy, this guy certainly doesn't. This is a fun fella. I got an email from Toledo, just printed this out. What a fun guy this is. By the way, to a guy named Mark Gooding, it's, uh, the email subject says, Goodbye to you. Oh. Goodbye to, to you. you. <laughs> Goodbye to you. Oh, oh. You ignorant mother f- It starts. Oh, it's just like a Father's Day card. <laughs> My old man was white. All right. And he busted his ass for 45 years, often in the most miserable Midwestern weather conditions, to put a roof over our heads and food on our table. He did not, as you so smugly put it, have other people do the work for him. Some of the people you routinely defame work goddamn hot for money. And some of them are your listeners, dipstick. Get a clue and sayonara, Mark Gooding. Well, Mark, my assumption is... Your dad wasn't alive before Juneteenth came about. I wasn't talking about your stupid dad, Mark. I was talking about white people having slaves way back in the day. But you're too dumb to understand that, which is why you work your cruddy job and are so mad at the world. I wasn't talking about my dad was white. All white people don't have slaves anymore, jerk. Yep. No You're a real humor-filled guy. Good riddance to the humorless of the world. The, the faster you all leave this show, the better. My dad worked for 45 years. Unless your dad's about mm, 261 on the old calendar. I wasn't talking about him, idiot. He's kicking it. Look up what Juneteenth means before you start calling me ignorant. Wasn't talking about all white people from the beginning of time having people helping them underneath you, jackass. He just came in and thought you were. Yeah, he just said seventeenth. White people. He oh, said teenth. Yeah. He came <laughs> in right at the end. White people. Uh, he's probably talking about. He thought I meant Father's Day. Yeah. White people shouldn't get Father's Day off. Well, I'm an idiot, and I just misunderstood everything. I'm gonna fire up a letter. 
Being stupid is hard. I should tell people about it. Good day. Good day, sir. My father was a white man. Guess what? My dad was white, too, and he worked hard. And he shouldn't get Juneteenth off. My dad is retired. He should have to work Juneteenth. How about that? Oh, and he worked, too, and we had a roof and food and all that stuff you're talking about. Oh, and it was Midwest, so it was cold, too. He had cold, miserable cold days. Idiot. Boy, I hate humorless people. Anybody that's willing to write a letter like that is just miserably... Uh, like, go away. Go away. Go listen to Izzy. You'll be the one. <laughs> morons. Brady, there's morons all around us. Well, you ruined his day. Because well, his dad worked so hard during slave times to put food on the table. And then he misunderstood the humor in what I was saying. And it hit a nerve because his dad was such a hard worker. During slave times, evidently his dad owned or didn't own slaves. He's mad that his dad didn't own slaves is what I get out of that That's impressive. That's Amazing. My dad didn't own slaves either because it was well past 100 years since we'd cleared that up. <laughs> You're dumb, dude. <laughs> Must fire off another angry letter. I'm saying Whitey shouldn't take Juneteenth off, not Father's Day. I'm glad your dad worked hard and you <laughs> ate and had a roof. That's great. Good on you, <laughs> Captain Idiot. I bet you his report. Maybe his dad was listening, and this is his dad's his father's day. This guy thinks he's better than us. I worked real hard, son, real hard to put food on your table. You know what my dad did? He worked even harder than your dad. My dad put food on a plate. <laughs> we didn't have to eat off the table like wow, you. Fancy. <laughs> yeah, we had fancy like silverware and plates. We didn't just throw food on a table. That's creepy. You were really poor. Your dad didn't work hard enough. Yeah, my, if I came home and there was just food all over the table, I'd be like, oh, somebody's oh, got to clean this that, up. This is terrible. The next time it gets heated again and someone says that, well, I put food on the table. Yeah. Well. My dad used to put it on plates and in bowls and stuff. <gasps> we were better than you. <laughs> you just ate off the table like a pig or a dog. Weirdos. Too bad your dad didn't have the ability to get a better job. And also, we had walls. My dad not only paid for a roof over our heads, we had walls and doors and windows and views and backyard. Nice. He worked real hard to put the walls in. Sorry you lived in a gazebo with food all over your table. <laughs> oh, I hate the humorless so much. My dad worked really hard to pay the maid that we had. Oh, my God. So, you had you know, a maid, and that was nice. And you shouldn't get Juneteenth off. <laughs> right. Right. Did that guy scream out, that. my dad was white? What is he now? <laughs> That's a good point. He's no longer with us. He worked too hard. And he got like, choked to death on splinters because we were eating straight off of a table. It was really bad. Oh, do I hate those people so much. But it's fun. Making fun of them is better than anything else. They don't ever realize that they're going to be the ones that make the show better with those horrible emails because I just don't care that much about your it's feelings. It's good to clear things up like hey, You had a letter. white dad who worked really hard and you ate off a table. Thanks for chiming in. We really appreciate it. First-time caller, long-time listener. <laughs> By the way, my dad was white. Okay. What do you, what, when did that change? You shut your mouth! He has reverse vitiligo and it started turning black. It was awful. Why Boy, you... Boy, I want to know what he misunderstood about that whole chat and then took it so seriously that I have the powers to change the, the things about Juneteenth. Your dad shouldn't have... He worked real hard, but he shouldn't have, uh, he shouldn't have Juneteenth off as a white guy. 
it's going to stick with him so long. His tombstone's going to say, F you, Holmberg. <laughs> It'll be right. that oh, long. Oh, I pray for the day that I walk through a cemetery and I say, oh, this guy hated me so much that he wants to remember that forever. <laughs> See, when you have duck feathers on your body, this kind of stuff makes you happy. You don't realize that. So you're wasting your time. Just go click over to 933 and realize how great this show is. <laughs> And shut your mouth. Uh, we got uh, and to all the people that came in here or are going to come in here for the uh, the big game today. You know, the best father, the best Father's Day. You guys can all take days off. You good fathers that put food all over the floor and table for your for your kids. I Sunday, came, it's I came be a from mess. a place, Brady. I came from a place called Civilization, where we ate off of plates and utensils. But my dad worked real hard to put food on the floor. We couldn't afford a table, but we had a roof in our gazebo with shingles. You think you had it bad. All right, I'm not reading this. You, you've said, did you well, see no, that? What, what is it? I didn't even see that one. I've been That's putting a, wake up songs. That was together. strictly for you. <laughs> what is it? It's terrible. I'm not hand it over. No, no, I'm not giving it hand to you. It I don't want to hear you even laughing at it. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. And there is truth to the idea that none of us knew what Juneteenth was a little while ago. I, 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 people will hate hearing this, but Donald Trump taught me what that was. That's a failure of our school system. For sure. Neil Brennan and Dave Chappelle wrote a sketch years ago about, uh, and it never aired. And he, he said it was his favorite sketch that they ever wrote, and I don't think it ever made it to air. But it was about, uh, he said there had to be like a last day of slavery, right? Yeah. There had to be like an announcement that got around, and then the guy had to go to the slaves and say, all right. Friday's your last day, and like how uncomfortable it had to be for the guy recognizing that in a couple of days this whole group of people is free to do what they want, and you're standing. They know where you live, and he's but he didn't ever mention Juneteenth. I don't think Chappelle. The missus made some pies. Yeah, we're gonna have (laughs) truth to the idea, and this is not gonna make a lot of people comfortable either. That Donald Trump is the one that kind of brought that to light for a lot of people. I'm being one of them. I'd heard it before. I didn't know it was a. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I, I'm with I, you. Yeah, I mean, I, but that's not my fault. It's not something I seek out. I just assumed it kind of just petered out, you know? I, I thought it was like, oh, we, like, like, I know we I won the do- war. I could have and- maybe dozed off a couple of times during history sure. or something like that, but no, I don't I don't remember. That would be a huge section. Want to know something crazy? The other day, we were, I was sitting on the couch with Megan, and we are talking about some stuff. <laughs> I shouldn't tell the story because people are going to think she's retarded. But we're chatting about something, and I'm like, well, then you got all these people are going to be all upset about Roe v. Wade on it. She goes, what? I said, Roe v. Wade. What are you saying? Ro- Roe v. Wade. Roe v. what? Like, are you kidding me right now? What are you saying? I'm like, the abortion thing. The Supreme Court, they're over. They're talking about overturning Roe v. Wade. What? It, what is Roe v. Wade? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm like, I'm like, Roe versus Wade. What's that? Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you're playing with me. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, you've heard it a billion <laughs> times. And she goes, the second I hear abortion, I, tur- I tune out. I just don't care. Like, your whole life, you don't know what this is? I'm like, you know how many women are, like, when I tell this story in the air, you're, 
I'm saying, don't say it on the air. Well, I have to. <laughs> like, you have to. It's part of, like, this is too good not to tell. And I don't work every day to put food on our floor, so I can't tell these kind of stories. And then she, she said, I've never really, I don't know what it is. And then <laughs> yesterday she goes, since you brought it up, I've heard Rover Wade like a hundred times. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's Roe v. Wade. V. Stands for versus. I like that version. She's better. never heard of it or paid attention to it to the point where she even looked into it. This was someone who got like straight A's all through school, like aced everything. But it was like, she's fine. the stuff that didn't matter, she's like, Ugh. And I'm like, God, it must be great to be pretty. It must be amazing to be pretty because who cares? And she was never going to have an abortion. She never paid attention to that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. and, that, not a and that's how you wore G- Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, like, what are you saying, Juneteenth? No, it's, it's got to put a, like a number in front of the teenth part. Or rather, it's just a whole Juneteenth. And then I was taught that. But, yeah, she didn't know what that was. And I was laughing for hours on end. You've never heard of it. Well, maybe I have. Maybe I have. Now she's mad about it. I'm like, well, maybe you have. But you didn't remember up until... Like the Veep, like Rover Way was not what I was saying. They live on Rover Way? No, that's no. It's the street where it all went down. Oh, I was dying. Yeah, it's on the corner of Hangar and Maybe I Want It. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cul-de-sac. Yeah, it's a cul-de-sac of maybe and this isn't right. But we're Catholic Avenue and uh, I got to get rid of this thing. Yeah, so she'd never heard of it. And I'm like, there's plenty of people who are just like, eh. I go about my biz. I, I got, I've made up my own mind on certain topics. I don't need, and it's a beautiful way to live when you think about it. I mean, it's dopey in conversational uh, settings, but if you're like, eh, I already know how I feel about that topic. I don't need to sit and listen to people on TV bitching about one direction or another. I'll do my own thing. And she's right. I experience that every once in a while. That you don't know what Roe v. Wade you know, is? No, wonderful uh, way of living, but uh-oh, you didn't. Oh. You're oblivious to oh, yeah, certain yeah. things. Yeah. And, then, and then when you're in a conversation, you're like, oh, I should probably know this. Oh, boy. Then you look like a real dope. Yeah. Yeah. I like to be uh, – not know a lot about anything, but know a little about everything. That's a good way to live. I don't know a lot about any one thing, but I know a lot about – a little about everything, you know. I'm not an expert in one field at all, not one. You'd never turn to me and go, he knows everything about that. I'd be like, I know. I can – Two things I can do. I can bullshit my way through most stuff. Yeah. And I got a few, uh, you know, little nuggets of information that I can I can. It's amazing what a nod yes does in a conversation. <laughs> I can also get you a new car, and you may not want that. <laughs> Did I just buy a house? Oh, God, that nodding thing again. Well, when they're talking circles, like when he's talking oh. about lasers and stuff. See, yeah. To me, those situations require going, I have no idea what the f- you're talking about yeah because those I have are the moments no problem asking i on the- don't ask i just i don't know what you're saying you are going way past me that's why knowing a little about everything gets you through most stuff nodding gets you involved in like a grift next thing you know you're signed up for like 12 months or something that you can't get out of that's interesting i never knew what a flux capacitor was and now i own one i'll be at the tap dragon <laughs> yeah always uh I always know a little something, but Rover way that I was spinning. Just Rover dying. <laughs> you grew up in a Catholic household, and they didn't they didn't yell once about Roe v. Wade. Maybe I don't know. Once it came up, I just tuned out. I'm like eh, that's a better way to be. Because if I could have avoided every I'm jealous of her. Me for, too. Yeah. Every, every abortion show or or conflict or anything else that's been around. I, if I could have just gone, I don't care, and walked away, it would have been great. Would that add to your life, knowing that? As, you know, yeah, does it help me knowing yeah. about it? Not really. I'm just like, I can keep up with conversations I don't want to be in. 
when you think about it, it's like anytime Roe v. Wade's a conversation, I don't want to be involved in it. So not knowing about it, it eliminates me. Only makes the visits to the Tap Dragon more miserable. But it was great because I'd go into the, like, she would be doing laundry a couple hours later, and I'd walk in, and I'm like, oh, my God, Megan. It just dawned on me. You probably don't know. What? Kennedy's been shot. Oh, you're an <laughs> asshole. Just, just in case. Which one? Just in case. <laughs> yeah, both of them. It's terrible. There were two? Oh, God. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe was found dead. Oh, my God. When? The 60s. So yeah, I just I hit her with the. I didn't tell you this the last time I was over at your house. She asked me about the Brady Bill, and how I came up with it. <laughs> well, and then you just kind of get through it. <laughs> I was shot in the head. A lot of people don't believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Anyway, I'll be at the Tap Dragon. <laughs> I'm out of here. I gotta go. I was a joke, and she thought I had a brain injury, M- massive head trauma. <laughs> yeah, I'll pop in like you know in the room like you got to go see the moon. It's a beautiful thing. And man has landed upon it. When? 1960s. <laughs> You're an asshole. Now, I've got to go to work to get food all over this table. Smear the food on the table. I work hard. The guy's all angry about his dad being white. <laughs> anyway, well, we got to jump right into things today because uh, we're going to get an earlier Brady report than usual. So what do you have on the... Uh, Big board of musical treats. All right, uh, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. It's supposed to cool down this weekend. It's supposed to yes, possibly rain. rain tomorrow. So uh, no better time to hit the trails than now. So if you got to get that bike repaired, head on over to Action Ride Shop. They got the best wrenches in town. If you if you just got a terrible bike and you need a new one, make sure you pick one up. They got them yeah. all st- sizes, prices, and uh, something for everybody. Brett. Level Pretty something much, for yes. everybody. So head on over to actionrideshop.com. Find out what they got. You can find out what they got in inventory there, or just go on in there and talk to Josh and the boys. They'll take care of you and give you all the knowledge you need. All right, uh, on the on the list here, Barry Manilow comes up because apparently it's his 79th birthday, so somebody yeah. requested Mandy. Great song. Um, let's see, Motorhead, Ace of Spades, uh-huh. uh, Body Count, a couple times, there goes the neighborhood, Limp Bizkit, Godsmack, Volbeat, Apocalyptica, Living Color, what's your favorite color? Great song. Uh, Seven Dust Too Close to Hate. Actually, that's not the good one. Rob what's Zombie. your favorite color, yeah. baby? That's all they do. <laughs> Saliva, <laughs> Black Sheep, uh, Scandal Goodbye to You for our uh, quartet that was going on there. Uh, body Count the Ski Mask Way because it is payday, Juneteenth, and Father's Day all in one shot. And uh, Chimera. That's a good one. Ski Mask Way. How does Father's Day fit into Ski Mask? You know. Oh, that that's yeah, a yeah, joke yeah, about yeah, ice yeah. tea. Terrible pricks. <laughs> He's a hard-working man to put food all over right his kids' mouths. <laughs> Putting food on the table is funny. I wonder if that guy's driving down here with his AR-15 yet. Lunatic. Uh, I, I live in color just because I love the beginning. What's your favorite color? But I don't remember if I like the rest of the song. I don't either. Well, I mean, should we get a little taste? Yeah, let me see. Because I, I think that's all I remember. Is all right, hang on. They have other words in the song. I don't remember I have that. No idea. I just remember the what's your favorite color. That's Doc Severson. I know. Well, Jimmy that's on my oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, you got Quick Link. Yes. Do you have Jimmy's theme up on your yes. screen? I got to have it ready at all times. You never know when one die. passes. I now get excited when my phone alerts me and it'll say uh, celebrity or famous celebrity comedian dead at 66 was my thing yesterday, but it didn't say comedian. It said uh, guy who drew comics. So, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> Jesus, there's living color. What's your favorite color, baby? This is Vernon Reed's, like, super show-off song. All right, we'll do it. I just want to hear it again. That was enough for me. We'll do a little living color. 
It's good stuff. I wish these guys were 10 times bigger than they ended up being at best. Uh, the, the Father's Day, I guess, is more what it's turned into, although there is a girl involved in today's final. She was a, she was a finalist, and she's such, this is such a beautiful thing. She was trying to win this whole thing for her dad. So when she asked, like, hey, do I have to participate in the game or can I actually bring my dad down who this would be for in the first wow. place? I don't know what that means. I don't she know pulling if, our heartstrings a little bit there? Is well, that how this is going? It doesn't count towards the end result, but I don't know if, uh, if dad knows what the hell he's getting into here. She, hopefully she's smart enough to tell him. Even better. It might even be better if he's oblivious and he's a, he's a, a guy who doesn't know what Roe v. Wade is, too. What are you saying, Roe what? <laughs> It's the abortion law. The I don't care about that. Like you don't care. You know, women are gonna. You're gonna get aborted by the, a bunch of liberal Nazis. <laughs> you say that. It doesn't matter to me. What if it was illegal and you needed one? I wouldn't need one. I didn't put myself in those positions. Like ooh, she just called them all whores. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I read between the lines, and you're being terrible. And then we just started licking the table because there was so much food on it. Got to clean it somehow. I work hard. Uh, all right, let's do it. It's Living Color uh, off of Vivid. God, I wanted this album to be good, and it just wasn't. This and obviously Cult of Personality. Yeah, and then that one about the letter to a landlord, oh, which was, I tried oh. so hard to convince my friends was a good song. I drive around on my Jeep. You can tear a building down. <laughs> you can't erase them. That's like, how powerful work for Living you, Color yeah, was. John, this is Still. terrible. And I'm driving... These houses may look all run down. I got no doors on top of my gym. Like, that guy is... It's like Whitey taking Juneteenth yeah, exactly. I should have yes. never been singing that song. It's rock and You're soul. You're the OG. I am. It, I should have turned that down and just enjoyed it in my... But it wasn't a good song, and I tried so hard to make it great, and it wasn't. Two songs off of this thing that I like. The beginning of this one, I don't know how long this goes before I hit skip, but <laughs> we'll find out. It's, uh, what's your favorite color, baby? It's Living Color. It's 98KUPD. Go! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.